You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, welcome again to our broadcast today as we go into the Word of God. I'm excited to share the Word with you today. And we're talking about the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. We're going to focus on Habakkuk, okay? The prophet Habakkuk. Uh, this is uh, one of the minor prophets. And if you haven't read the book of Habakkuk, listen to me. I advise you to go read it. Because when you get to heaven, if Habakkuk says to you, did you read my book? It will not be good for you to say, oh, I didn't know you had a book. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So please make time and, and, and read the book of Habakkuk. It's not, a, it's not a big book, just three chapters. You can read it in a few minutes, just one sitting. You know, and uh, there's so much, so much treasure in the scripture, in this book. This is actually, it seems as though this is uh, one of Paul's favorite books. You know, we made several quotations from the book of Habakkuk. Um, but Habakkuk means embrace, okay? The, the, the name Habakkuk means embrace. So um, God embraced the prophet. This prophet, he was living at a time that uh, Judah was going through a lot of crisis. The nation, the nation was going through a lot of crisis. There was a lot of uh, turmoil, injustice. There was a lot of violence. The, just, the justice system or the legal system had collapsed. and uh, There was so much corruption and so on. It kind of, uh, as I read this, I just see the day that we're living in. It, it just typifies our day, okay? So, um, looking at the day that we are in, look at the crisis globally. Oh, um, it seems as if, they, 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 as if evil is more powerful. It seems as if God has detached himself from the, from the human race and he has allowed the enemy to just have a free, free, um, free reign over um, humanity. Look at the pandemic. Look at what it's doing. People dying. People are being um, taken out before their time prematurely, just like that, gone. You know, um, this is not good. This is not good at all. So, how do we live in the midst of all of this? How do we live in this time? This kind of looks like the perilous times that Paul was talking about. You know, it's it's. These are stressful times. These are trying times. So it's, it's a similar situation that Habakkuk was facing. He was facing that in his nation, and he had the burden. He had a strong burden that came upon him. And um, so sometimes as children of God, we, we, we can be overwhelmed by what is going on around us. We can be overwhelmed by the situations, the circumstances. You look at the structure, you look at the systems, um, especially here in South Africa. You look at uh, recently the, the riots that took place and you see the looting and all these things. And you're looking and you say, what is this? Why? Uh, we are just shocked to see the manifestation of lawlessness, you know, lawlessness all over the place like the law has no power that the, the police couldn't even contain um, couldn't they, they couldn't control that the, the army has to be called in to help 
And so we see here that uh, it's, it's a similar situation that Habakkuk is facing. And uh, Judah is going through all kinds of things. Josiah, um, after the reign of Josiah, it's like things just collapse. Things just collapse. And, and, um, and so the, the, the nation is going through a time of crisis, trying time. And so let's look at Habakkuk. Let's look at chapter 1. It says, the burden which the prophet Habakkuk saw. I want you to notice that. It uses the word burden here in some, in some versions. It says oracle. It's, it comes. There are a few prophets in the Old Testament where it says the word of the Lord comes to them and it is like a burden. It's a burden. Okay. Yeah. In the midst of all of this, you know, um, for, some, for some time I was, I was going through a situation whereby I was so burdened by what was going on. Just looking and searching and like, God, what are you saying? What is this? What's going on? How should we respond to this? What should we do about this? And it becomes a burden. It becomes a burden. And um, I just remember some days I was just like down, just really, really down, you know. Uh, didn't talk to anyone about it. Just, just felt like it was just overwhelming, just looking at the evil and just looking at the heart of man and looking at the wickedness in the heart of man, you know, looking at the greed in the heart of man, looking at the corruption in the heart of man, looking at the um, unrighteousness, and then looking at the injustice as well, looking at the systems that have been put in place that exclude majority of the people from benefiting from the from the wealth of the nation and looking at all these things and so I was just kind of overwhelmed you know and so I understand and I'm not equating myself to prophet Habakkuk neither am I a prophet you know but I'm just saying that it can become a burden when you look at um, the prevailing situation you look at your circumstances. You look at how are you going to fend for your family in the midst of all of this. How, what is tomorrow going to look like in the midst of all of this. And so you look at all these things and you are so burdened. And it seems as if the wicked are prevailing. It seems as if the wicked are prospering. It seems as if evil is, is triumphing over good. It's, it's, it's like injustice is triumphing over justice. Meanwhile, we know that righteousness and justice are the foundations of the throne of God. And so you go looking at all of these things, and I'm just looking. And so I took some time, went through the book of Habakkuk, went through it a few times just to try to get answers, to try to get answers to what is going on and how to respond. What do we do? What do we do in the midst of all of this? And you know what? The Word of God always has the answers. It has the answers. The burden which Habakkuk, the prophet, saw. Oh Lord, how long shall I cry and you will not hear? This is the prophet talking to God. This is a conversation between Habakkuk and God. Lord, how long? How long am I going to cry and you are not even talking? You're so quiet. Why are you quiet, Lord, about all of this? And I don't know, you might be in that place where you are crying and God is quiet. 
And it seems as if you are losing everything and God is not saying anything. Have you been there before? Well, I have news for you. You're in good company because the prophet Habakkuk was there. And um, many of God's people are there. I'm crying. And Lord, you're just quiet. You're not talking. Even, you know, he says, even cry out to you, violence. And you will not save. What is wrong, Lord? I'm saying, I'm crying to you about the violence that is going on all over. And you see across the nations, different nations, you see operations of the enemy like that. Across the world. Across the world. Each nation has its own, its own unique manifestation. Well, maybe not unique. Its own manifestation of, of, of violence, of evil, of injustice, of lawlessness. Each nation is going through that. And now it's coming to us that, look... Man has failed. The systems of man have failed. Our politicians have failed. Our leaders have failed. Our experts have failed. Our, our um, governing um, structures have failed. Something needs to be done. Something needs to be done to address the situation and to turn things around. So this is, this is a situation that Habakkuk finds himself in. He says, why do, why do you show me iniquity and cause me to see trouble? <laughs> Amazing. God, every time I look, everywhere I see iniquity. I see lawlessness everywhere. Why? Why, Lord, do you allow me to see this? I don't want to see this. Yeah, I don't want to see this. I want to see good things. I want to see good things. But look at what you're allowing me to see. I'm praying and I'm crying to you. I'm shedding tears. And you're not even saying anything. You're not even responding. So he is, he's lamenting here. He's lamenting. He says, you cause me to see trouble. For plundering and violence are before me. We see uh, government coffers being plundered. We see uh, um, uh, uh, businesses being plundered. We see looting happening. And from the highest places to the lowest, there is, there is plundering in different forms. But plundering is happening. And I'm looking at all of this and I'm like, God. Where? How? What is the future? What does the future hold for our children and our children's children? What does the future hold in the midst of all of this? If everything is, is squandered now, what is left for the coming generation? You see? So these are things that, that are going on and, and we're looking and like, God, what is going on? What is going on? I don't know if you've been there, but these are the, the thoughts I've been having. And I, I found a companion in Habakkuk, you know. And, and looking at Habakkuk, I'm able to see, oh, there are, there are, God is speaking here. But he says, there is strife and contention arises. Therefore, the law is powerless. Can you imagine? The law has become powerless. Yeah. There are laws in place to check all these things, but they seem to be powerless. They're ineffective. 
There's too much corruption. <laughs> There's too much lawlessness. And the law is powerless. And this is what the prophet is saying. He's talking to God. Okay? This is, this is, this is a conversation between him and God. And I'm grateful that he, he was able to capture this so that we could read it. Yeah. The law is powerless. And it says justice never goes forth. Injustice. Injustice. All over. Look at, you know, yeah, um, the, 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 the poor cannot afford justice because justice is expensive. The poor are going through this, but there is no one to, to, to speak on their behalf and so on. And, in the, and even the justice system, we're beginning you know, to question the justice systems of the world today, you know, and so on. People are, are fed up. People are tired. And this is the burden that this man is carrying. And he says, for the wicked surround the righteous. The wicked, <clears throat> the wicked have become so, so, um, so strong, so powerful that they surround the righteous and the righteous is unable to do anything. Yeah, you're the righteousness, you're the righteousness of God in Christ. Stay there and then let the wicked the wicked come and it's as if you're not even there. Hmm? So, therefore, per perverse justice proceeds. Perverse justice. So the justice that is being meted out is not, is not accurate. The Bible talks about, um, uh, he says, unjust systems, unjust weight, uh, an abomination to the Lord. So when, when there is no equity, when there's no equity, God does not like it. It displeases God. And so the prophet is seeing all of these things. And I'm sure as I'm talking, I'm painting picture, and you can see, you can see that these are things that we are faced with. We are faced with as a generation. As a generation. And like I said, every nation has its own. <laughs> Every nation has its own. Sometimes you might look at some other nations from, from afar and say they are better. And, and, and the grass always looks greener on the other side, by the way. Until you get to the other side and you see the bills, the water bills on the other side and what it takes to keep the grass green. All right. So, but the point I'm trying to make is that the heart of man is deceitful, like Jeremiah told us. All right. The heart of man is deceitful and desperately wicked. The heart of man is deceitful. So it doesn't matter where you go to, the heart of man needs Jesus. The heart of man needs Jesus. Anybody, any heart without Jesus has the potential for serious wickedness. Serious wickedness. Okay? It's every heart without the Lordship of Jesus has the potential of serious deception. Serious deception. And so, because of that, you found that um, people, people are, that we look up to, we look up to, because they are not under the Lordship of Jesus, they are not under the Lordship of Jesus, what happens? Deception. They can look at you in the eye and deceive you without you knowing. Okay, so these are the things that, that um, Habakkuk is, 
is looking at and facing and he's experiencing and he's crying to God. He's crying to God. And I don't know if you've cried to God lately, lately about the state of affairs, lately about the condition of life generally. But I'm telling you, this fits so much into the era that we are in right now. Now the Bible is a prophetic book. It's a prophetic book. And it's always speaking. God is always speaking from his word to us. All right. So now the Lord decides to reply <laughs> to reply Habakkuk. Okay. The Lord decides to reply him. This man is asking, is asking all kinds of questions to God because he has seen the violence. He's, he's complaining. He's talking to God about the violence, the trouble, the iniquity, you know, the strife, the contention. Law is powerless. Uh, there is a justice doesn't go forth and the wicked surround the righteous and then perverse judgment proceeds. These are the things. These are all the, the, the things uh, Habakkuk is lamenting before God. He's lamenting to God. I say, God, look, look, at, look at all this. What is happening? What is happening? And then God answers him in verse 5. Look at, look at what God says. He says, Look among the nations and watch. Be utterly astounded, for I will work a work in your days, which you would not believe, though it were told you. Come on, I like God. When God steps in, when God speaks, God doesn't care about the situation. He, when he comes into the picture as a sovereign ruler, he comes into the picture and he speaks his mind and he speaks his plan. He speaks his purposes. Alright? So, he says look among the nations and watch. So, I want to say to you right now, look among the nations. We were talking about faithful nations. Look among the nations and watch. God is about to move. God is about to do something. He's about to move. To move among the nations. Hallelujah. He, God is answering the prophet. And he's, the answer is that there is going to be a move of God. The answer to all this nonsense that we're seeing is the move of God. And that's why we need to pray. We need to pray for the move of God. We need revival and reformation. That's what we need. Okay. We need revival and reformation. Let's pray for the move of God. God needs to step in. And we want to pray for that. Pray for that. Every nation in our generation needs to experience the move of God. They need to experience the lordship of God. We want to enthrone the Lord over our nations once again. We want to enthrone the Lord over the structures of our society. We want to enthrone the Lord over all the mountains of influence in our society. We want to enthrone him. We want to enthrone him over government. That is the solution. When Jesus is Lord over government, then we will see um, righteous governance. When Jesus is Lord over, um, over the judiciary, 
the legislature, we will now see godly uh, governance when Jesus is Lord. So we need Jesus to be established, the Lordship of Jesus to be established in our society. When Jesus is Lord, when Jesus is Lord over family, over the fam institution of family, then we understand, we now see, we begin to see what God intended for the institution of marriage and the family, the home. But what we see today is that there is a system, systematic dismantling of the family structure. Okay? By virtue of the unrighteousness and the lawlessness that is being spread, that is being spread through, um, through, uh, th through different, different, um, different means that the enemy is using. For example, he's using the media. He's using the media to push, to push uh, uh, agendas that destroy family institution, institution of, of, of the home, of the marriage and family is being attacked through the media. All right? So you are being shown how to be promiscuous. People that are promiscuous are being celebrated. They are being rewarded. Okay, Hollywood is doing its part to break the family structure. This is, this is evil before God, all right? Then not only that, it's not only Hollywood. Now he has gone into the legislature to now bring laws that further dismantle the, the structure of the family. And we know that the family is, the family is the foundation of any society. So these are things that the enemy is doing. And then they call it rights and whatever, but I'm telling you, that is, that is how to bring the judgment of God. To bring the judgment of God. Let me tell you this. Evil is not going to overcome good. Never. It might for a time, but it's going to change. Okay, so I have faith. I don't know about you. The just shall live by faith. This statement was made by Habakkuk. And so when you start reading, it doesn't look, there's, there's nothing about faith there. But just wait. As you go, as you keep reading, you see that this man, he was able to transit from that place where he was so burdened and was in, in, a, um, in a melancholic state. You know, he was in that space, but then God stepped in and he was able to take him out of that. So we need God, we need to get God to be on government. We need to get God to be on, on um, media and entertainment, all right? Now, now we have songs that are promoting violence. We have songs that are... are you know, and they are best-selling songs. Okay, so you need to be careful what you feed yourself or what you feed your, your spirit with. 
these are things that are engineered by hell to promote this, this same uh, condition that there will be more iniquity. He wants to multiply iniquity. He wants to multiply violence. He wants to multiply injustice. He wants to multiply uh, lawlessness and so on. And he is using every available means to do that. So he penetrates government. He penetrates media. Now he's using technology as well. We need Jesus to become Lord over technology. Put him as Lord of a technology. Okay. He's now using technology to manipulate and to, to push certain agendas and all of that. I'm telling you, we need to have the kind of faith that can push these things back and to, to bring the Lordship of Christ back to these mountains of influence in our society. Okay. Yes, so we need, we need Jesus to be Lord over even the church. Yeah, faith and religion, I'm telling you, we need the Lordship of Jesus. Because people, you, you can be religious without being, having Jesus as Lord. Yeah, so Jesus needs to take his place back as head over the church. We need that. We need to establish that. So we need to start Knowing how to use our faith as the just to bring about the lordship of Jesus in every sphere. Come on. Yeah. So, think about the other mountains, education. We need, you see, the enemy has come in, infiltrated the education system, and now introducing, um, introducing doctrines or, or um Thought patterns, putting thought patterns in our children to question the existence of God. All right, God doesn't exist. Oh, we just came, just, just came like that. No, there's no creator and all of that. It has been introduced and it's now, it's, 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 it's now being pushed through our education system. We need God in science. We need God in science. We need God everywhere. We need God. The moment God is out, then this is what begins to happen. Violence. We see violence. We see injustice. We see lawlessness. We see even, even the, the legal system cannot, it doesn't have the capacity to maintain um, to maintain righteousness. No, you can legislate, but you cannot. There are things you cannot, um, you cannot implement because you need um, enforcement, law enforcement agents to, 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 to implement those. And if those ones are corrupt, what are you going to do? How, how do you implement with corrupt people? All right. So we need faith. Hallelujah. For the nation. And we need faith. We need to live by faith. And not allow what we're seeing. Don't allow what we're seeing to, um, to put us in a melancholic state. And then we now start making decisions that don't, don't help us. Okay. All right. So God says, look, I'm going to work, do a work in your days. Come on. Say in my days. God is going to move. I'm going to see the move of God in my days. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, you believe that. It's which if, if, if you were told, you would not believe. But then, 
God now says to, to the prophet Habakkuk, he says, For indeed I'm raising up the Chaldeans, a bitter and hasty nation, which marches through the breadth of the earth to possess dwelling places that are not theirs. God says, I'm going to judge your nation. And I'm going to judge the nation. How am I going to do it? I'm going to bring the Chaldeans. The Chaldeans is another name for Babylon. The Babylonians are going to come. And these guys are going to possess dwelling places that are not theirs. They're going to march through. They'll march through the, the land and take everything. Okay, it says they are terrible and dreadful. Their judgment and their dignity proceed from themselves. Their horses also are swifter than leopards and more fierce than evening wolves. Their chargers charge ahead and their cavalry comes from afar. They fly as the eagle that hastens to eat. These are metaphors to describe the, the, the Babylonians, the Babylonian army. The Babylonians, they were ruthless. Ruthless. Okay. So when nations begin to become lawless, when nations begin to allow injustice, when nations begin to allow things to go wrong, for long, for protracted periods of time, what happens is that their cup gets full. Okay? God has, God, God is long-suffering. He's very patient. God is very patient. And so, God has a cup for every nation. And when that cup is full, God steps in and he begins to bring judgment. So, this is a case here. All right? God is stepping in and he says, the way I'm going to do it is that I'm going to use another nation, a wicked nation, a fierce nation to deal with you guys. All right? And, and he says in verse 9, they all come from violence. Their faces are set like the east wind. They gather captives like sand. And that's how they're going to pack your citizens like sand. That's God, God speaking. Hmm? They scoff at kings and princes are scorned by them. They deride every stronghold. They heap up earthen molds and seize it. Then his mind changes and he transgresses. He commits offense ascribing this power to his God. So he's doing all this thing. He doesn't realize that the ability that he has came from God. And uh, if, if, if you remember the story of um, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, how he was looking at his, his empire, and he was looking and said, Wow, I have done well for myself. I have done so well. Very smart smart emperor and I've done all this by my intelligence and all of that and God said to him from today you're going to live with a beast for seven years alright because of his pride so these guys they are going to cross the line God is saying they're going to cross the line okay they're going to cross the line 
And they're going to be ascribing their abilities to their God. Their God is their strength. Their God is their ability. They worship their ability. <laughs> and the prophet is upset. Now He's so upset. God, I'm complaining about this thing. And now you are talking about bringing these Chaldeans. And, and, and they're going to do all these things. He says, why? Because these guys, they are even, these guys are more, they are more unrighteous than our nation. They are, they, are, they, they, they are more evil, if you may put it that way. They are more evil than our people. How can you bring people that are more evil and you are a God that does not, that does not, that cannot stand evil? What is, what, what kind of justice is this? What kind of righteousness is this? The prophet has a problem and he says, the, he's, he's, he's asking God, verse 12 now, Are you not from everlasting? O Lord my God, my Holy One, we shall not die. O Lord, you have appointed them for judgment. O Rock, you have marked them for correction. You are purer of eyes than to behold evil. And cannot look on wickedness. Why do you look on those who deal treacherously? And hold your tongue when the wicked devours. A person more righteous than he? So he's asking God this question. It's like, why are you going to use wicked men? Why are you going to use wicked men to correct this injustice with another wickedness? How? Oh! You are a God that cannot behold evil. What, what is this? What is this you're doing? And the prophet is asking. <laughs> he says, why do you make men like fish of the sea? Like creeping things that have no ruler over them. This is how, this is how these people are operating. It's like, you know, it's using this um, metaphorical language to describe. You know? And, and, uh, and he says, they take up, they take up all of them with a hook. They catch them in their net and they gather them in their dragnet. Therefore they rejoice and are glad. And therefore they sacrifice to their net. Can you see? Their net is, is symbolic of, their, um, of, of the people they're gathering. Their system that they use to gather, to gather captives. Okay, they they sacrifice to that. They, this is an abomination. How can you worship your system? Why? How can you worship your strength? How how can you do that? And 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 he say, God, how, how I I can't understand. So before he was asking why, why is, why is it that you don't answer me? Why is it that you allow evil? Why is it that all these things are happening? And God says, I'm going to do a thing. <laughs> but if it were told you, you would not believe. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send the Chaldeans and this is what they're going to do. And he's confused. He's confused. It's like, okay, you, you are using evil to address this matter? How you're using evil people, unrighteous people, wicked people, and all of that. I'm telling you, if you understand the sovereignty of God, then you will understand. You will, it would help you to walk by faith. Because in the midst of all of this, God is orchestrating. 
and he's going to he's going to bring forth his will okay his will is going to prevail his lordship will still be established it says they sacrifice to their net and burn incense to their dragnet because by them their share is sumptuous and their food plentiful shall they therefore empty their net and continue to slay nations without pity how god how how is this possible how is this possible He's asking questions. Then he now goes in chapter 2 verse 1. He says, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. <laughs> oh my goodness. The story is about to change. Okay. Now he's seeing all these things. Just like we are seeing all kinds of things unfolding before our eyes. And there is more that is going to be unfolded. Because I'm praying that the Lord will begin to expose. Expose every evil in our society. Let, him, let, let them be un, un, unveiled. Let everything be exposed. Let everything be brought up. Let the lies be exposed. Let the truth overtake the lies. Okay. So I'm using my faith. I don't know about you. I'm using my faith and I'm releasing and I'm declaring that God is going to, on, on, um, uh, the, 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 is going to release the power of his truth to catch up with the lies and to defeat the lies. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. So he's, he says, I will stand my watch, set myself on the rampart, uh, watch, to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, Hallelujah, glory to God. I, when you hear God, I'm telling you, his word brings hope. It brings faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You're looking at the situation. The, look, the situation looks hopeless. It's like there's so much crisis. There's no answer and all of that. And you just look up to God. All right? Position yourself. Stand and watch to see what he will say. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Write the vision. Write it. Make it plain. Glory to God that he may run who reads it. So God is, God is dealing, with, he's dealing with the questions of the prophet. All right, he's dealing with the questions of the prophet, and God's God is responding, and He's giving him some key key principles here. All right, write the vision. What is God saying to you in the midst of the crisis? What is God saying to you in the midst of this pandemic? Write it down. Write it down. Are you in a position? Have you positioned yourself on the rampart where you can hear God? Or are you sucked into the media and what the media is saying? Are you sucked up in, into that and that's all you're hearing? If you're listening just to the media, you can't hear God. You can't hear God through the media. No, you won't. 
So you, you, you have to detach yourself. The, like the prophet, he had to detach himself. He says, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart. You need to set yourself on the rampart. Detach yourself. Position yourself where you can hear God. Because the just shall live by faith. If you don't position yourself where you can hear God concerning what is going on, then you don't have the capacity you wouldn't have the capacity to deal or to face the challenges before you. Glory to God. Yeah. So, our time is going, and, but we're going to continue next week, okay? Yes, we will. God says to the prophet, write the vision down. Write it. Make it plain. Write it down. What is God saying to you? What is God saying to you? Has he spoken to you lately? And if he hasn't, why hasn't he spoken? Are you still in verse, are you still in, um, in verse 2? Are you in verse 2? Or have you moved? Have you progressed from verse 2? In verse 2, he says, Oh Lord, how long shall I cry? And you will not hear. Even uh, cry out to you violence, and you will not save. And so on and so forth. Are you still there? Or have you progressed? Have you progressed to a point where God is now using, telling you how he's going to use um, um, wicked people to address the wickedness? That, you know, only God can do that. All right? Where are you? Have you moved to the place in chapter 2 verse 1 where you stand? Take your watch. Start watching. And praying, okay? This is a place of prayer where he begins to pray. Like give yourself to prayer. If you want to walk by faith, you need, to, you need to position yourself above the current situation. What is going on? Position yourself. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. So, um, he writes, he says to him, write the vision, make it plain. On tablets that he may run who reads it. He says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Write the vision, make it plain, put it on tablets. Yes. Glory to God. So that's what you need to do. Go to walk by faith. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Okay? You want to be in a place where you can hear God. You want to be in a position where God can show you things. So if you are sucked into the prevailing situation, you can't hear God there. You have to detach yourself. You have to detach yourself so that you can hear God clearly. Okay? So that's what the prophet did. That's what the prophet did. Remember when he was too sucked into, into what was going on, he couldn't hear God. He was crying, complaining and all that. He couldn't hear God. But his heart had to move. There had to be a shift in his heart. Then he could hear God. And that's what you need as well. That's what you need. In the midst of all of this chaos, Nobody 
The scientists, they, they are arguing among themselves. <laughs> scientists are arguing among themselves. No, is this, is this, is this, this is how to go, this. You know, the experts are arguing among themselves. The economists are arguing among themselves. You know, everybody is, everybody is just doing what they think and what they believe, and it's not working. It's not working. They say, oh, wow, this is the solution, and the solution is not working. So what do we do? Go to God. Go to God in prayer. Go to God in prayer. Begin to ask him, what are you saying? What are you saying to me in the midst of all of this? And hear God for yourself. Hear God for yourself. Amen. So we'll stop here and uh, we're going to continue. The just shall live by faith. Come on. Never forget that. Never forget that. This is the prophet that got this revelation. Okay. Yeah. So, if you, if you are watching this, and you haven't given your life to Jesus, you're watching this broadcast, you've given, you, you don't know Jesus as your Lord, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Why don't you just say this after me? Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus. I believe in my heart that he is Lord. And I confess with my mouth. Come into my heart, Lord. Jesus, take away my sins and make me a new person. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Thank you, Father. I receive you into my heart right now. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Hallelujah. Now let me pray for you. Lord, I pray. Pray for my brother, my sister, who will just pray this prayer. I ask, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you would um, wash away their sins, declare their sins forgiven. Let them experience the new creation. Let your kingdom come upon them. Manifest yourself and give them the joy of salvation. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Yes, wonderful. So if you have been overwhelmed, if you have been overwhelmed by the prevailing situation, what is going on, and people dying, people sick, people, you know, um, the pandemic has its own part, then the system of those world, you know, affecting you in one way or the other, and you are looking and you are hopeless, I want you to receive I want you to receive grace right now and let faith come into your heart that you can rise above all of that. So I'm going to pray for you. Father, I pray. I pray for your people, everyone that is going through trying times. The whole world is being tried at this time. The economies of the world are shaking. The health systems of the world are overstretched. Politicians have no answer. But Lord, I'm praying that you would release your peace into the heart of your people right now. Let them hear you. Bring them to a place where they can hear you for themselves. Send a word to somebody, Lord. Strengthen them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wonderful. Come on, just share this message with someone. Invite them to join us next week as well. And uh, 
just just enjoy keep listening to this again and again and again and the lord will bless you richly okay thank you so much for being part of our broadcast today god bless you real good see you same time next week this ministry has come to you live from every nation midrand for other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.